Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sci-Fi Watcher on a special edition, episode number 241 of the show. Glad you could join us as we talk about the first look of the Fox TV show, The Passage. I'm Corey Shrett. Mr. Brian Lee's joining me. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Good to be here. Fun stuff tonight. Glad to have you. Yeah, brand new show came out on Monday night. Actually, when we're recording this, it's Tuesday. So last night called The Passage, which is based on a series of books, a trilogy of books, actually, written by somebody. <laughs> uh, Justin Cronin. Justin Cronin, yes. He wrote the trilogy of books, and uh, Fox decided to make a TV show out of it. So Pretty interesting. Let, let's jump into this one. Uh, of course, the first episode is called Pilot. Surprise, surprise, written by Liz Heldens. Directed by Jason Ensler and Marcus Siega, uh, released January 14th, 2019, with uh, Mark Paul Gossler as uh, Brad, Sinea Sidney as Amy Belafonte, uh, Jamie McShane as Tim Dr. Tim Fanning, and a bunch of other people. But those are the basic big names that show up in this first episode. So what are your first impressions on this Fox show? <clears throat> I think it was interesting. Um, I think they try to steer away from the cliche of it being a vampire film. Even by, though, ba by basically saying we're not calling them vampires, literally saying right, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to uh, steer clear, but hey, it's it's a vampire show. Kind of. Well, well yeah, that's the thing, is it or not? I mean, but I do like the idea that they even say we're not calling them vampires because they don't want to go down that cliche path. We don't know if they are. Your... I think they're more than vampires. I think so. I think down the road you would learn if there is more to them. I mean, obviously we know they consume blood. Mm -hmm. One of them, one of them was like I think hanging upside down. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's you know a lot of vampiric uh, things there. Hints of a vampire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll, That's what they should call the show. Hints of a vampire. I I just wanted to know what the heck was going on at the beginning. They're in the Bolivian highlands, and it's 2015, three years ago. They find a man or something in a cage, in a cave. And I was like, what, what's going on with this person thing, whatever that is? Well, I mean, they're, they're scientists and they're trying to research. They're trying to get a cure for all diseases. And they think this, this subject is the cure. But my, and my question is, too, as I thought of this, is that creature still running around free out there? I thought they killed it. Did they kill? I don't remember. They kind of cut away, but I, I'm assuming they killed it. Okay. Well, we don't know. It could be it could be trapped somewhere too, for all we know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if they if they did, then it would infect everyone. So I think they killed it. Yeah. And and when they talk, they start with like the voiceover of of, of the girl, as you find out later. And they're talking about two guys that are friends, and you know, it's uh, Jonas Lear, who's played by Henry Ian Cusick. Basically, I know him from Lost. He was on the 100 also. And uh, Dr. Tim Fanning, played by uh, Jamie McShane. I didn't realize mm -hmm. those two were – I was, like, thinking, I thought this was going to be the Mark Paul Gossler show, basically. Oh, it's it's a little bit of everything, right? Yeah, it, th it threw me off there. And, of course, I I, I like the idea that when he when uh, Tim got attacked, he felt, like, much better for a while before he turned into this creature. I mean, whatever. I like the look of I like the look of the creatures. I do, too. Yeah, or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that they use prisoners to um, to do experiments on, mm -hmm. which was interesting. 
did you notice the? I, I I love how they talk about that one girl, Shauna Babcock, and they always they say that it, it took 28 days for her to decline. I'm like, okay, 28 days later, are you guys trying to make a reference here or something? Oh, good catch. I mean, I was thinking that. I'm like, could it be some? I mean, just like a little, you know, call out to that show. That little movie. wink, wink, yeah. I thought of that, and it was funny though because she looked human. You know, I mean, you couldn't see anything. Aside for the fact that she stared at everybody and uh, didn't talk. Well, none of them talked either. I know, but there were other people that looked way worse. Yeah, which they find out later why they are. She was uh, patient number 11, mm -hmm. which was interesting. I like how they tried to add a little bit of science to it. You know, the younger they are, they have more neurons or something mm -hmm. like that in their brain. So they may not be as affected as the older ones. That's why they need this young patient, which is kind of rude. They just like randomly pick somebody that has no like family ties and they're just like, oh, we're just going to pick her. That's the way to do it. I mean, if you think about it, you want a kid that's essentially an orphan that no one wants. Yeah. It makes sense, but it's kind of sad in the same way. It is. I, I love how Fox uh, advertises their own shows in there. What do you mean? Um, well, well, the the girl, uh, Amy. She's is Amy. Is that her name? I think it's Amy. Amy Belafonte. Yeah, Amy. How she's she's watching uh, Bob's Burger on the tablet. Ah, see, that's like Sony. When you when you watch a Sony movie and there's like Sony laptops, Sony phones. I have a pet peeve about that when they when they do things like that where it's just let's advertise our own stuff in the show. What what is your pet peeve? You just don't like it? Well, no, it's like okay, I'm watching a Fox show and you're you're showing a Fox show there. It's like okay, we know you own stuff there. We don't need to see it. I guess it's just cheaper. The only time, <laughs> well, here's the thing, yeah, but the only time I do want them to do it and I can't stand when they don't is when they cut to like a news station on TV and it's a fake channel and a fake network. I'm like, you guys own, you are a network. Why don't you just use your own network on here for the news? Yeah, that make that would make more sense. Yeah, but it, I like, I don't know. It just irks me when you kind of like self advertise your stuff. Like, okay, we know Bob's Burgers on Sundays. Thanks. <laughs> they just put a little commercial in there for Bob's. I don't know because yeah. I watch it on Hulu. They might have, for all we know. <laughs> um, of course, kind of predictable. The, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brad, you know, he's divorced and he's, he's really uh, taking care of this little girl. And I'm thinking to myself, Okay, you have a dead kid somewhere. And of course, blah, 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 surprise. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he latched on really quickly, kind of cliche. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to protect her, even though my job, it's my job to not protect her, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. That was so cookie cutter. You know, I'm like, oh, you have an ex wife. There's probably some love still there. Surprise, there is. You're yeah. really attached to this girl. Hmm, maybe you have a dead kid somewhere. Oh, surprise, you do. <laughs> it's like, when was that revealed that I missed? Uh, it was revealed when when he finally talked to her, his ex on the phone, um, and she said Eva's birthday's coming up. It's been three years. Oh, I totally missed that. Okay. So they don't directly say she's dead, but the way they say that is, it's I mean, she's got to be, you know. Mm hmm. And it's just yeah, and uh, I don't know. I mean, to me that was all cliche. That whole part there it was like, oh, now the guy and the girl's gonna be running from the authorities. Yeah, and then the whole like you said, oh, I still love you. Uh, I'm going to get married though. I think I said, yes, you know? Yeah. It's just, I'm like, all right, where well, I know where that storyline's going right now. Yeah. You know, it's like, duh. Uh, 
I, what do you think about Mark Paul Gosling, Goslinger in this role? I haven't watched him in a long time. He seems to do a lot of cop stuff nowadays. I, I don't. I don't he's really, not a believable. No, cop. no, he's not. It, but it, here's my thing: Is he a cop? Well, like see, agent. He, I, I don't know. Because I don't, yeah, <clears throat> I don't see anything here that says let's. Well, they mentioned him having like a military background or something, you know. Yeah, he's a federal agent. And I don't feel like he's a federal agent at all. I don't feel like he would be some sort of authoritative figure. It just Yeah. It falls flat with me with him. I think with a better actor maybe he would have been good. I think so. I mean, I, I, I mean cuz I've seen him do other things and this is the way he acts. It's not like, oh, well, you know, it's it, the sh script's running flat for him. No, it's it's him. I think this is just they could have gotten somebody better for this role. I think so. It almost feels like, was this a money thing? Well, I was talking before the show, they showed a trailer for the second episode. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they were throwing comedy into it. And I'm like, because he was saying some funny stuff. So I think maybe it changes in the second episode. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when, when does Screech show up from Saved by the Bell? That's my next question. He's going to come up as a zombie. He's not a zombie, a vampire. Oh, yeah. Let's kill him off. Uh, what do you think of the idea where, assuming these 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 creatures can basically uh, invade your memory, your mind? I thought it was a good twist. You know, they like didn't go that. to the cliche of the vampire. They they actually went a little deeper. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact like that one gentleman, that one guy, that the prisoner that they brought in to do uh, experiments on, and he has that that daydream or whatever it is of of uh that t the tim the, the patient zero that was infected you know and i'm like he hasn't even met him yet obviously so does that mean he's is he still in huntsville texas or wherever is he still in prison when he has that daydream or no, is he, he transported already he was already transported because they had him okay. tied yeah had him tied down to do some stuff so i'm i'm assuming he was transported but okay. I, I don't think they would have like carried them across <laughs> in front of these, you know, these creatures. Mm hmm. Cause if it would have been cooler, if he was still in prison and he was getting those daydreams, you know, Oh, that would, that would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah. But this reminds me of another show. We talked about, uh, the strain, mm -hmm. which is an FX show, which is also Fox. It's got that feel. Like you said, the look kind of looks like those vampires. Mm hmm. Um, and uh, these vampires, you know, they don't have to go. They can go out in the daylight, I guess. Well, we, well, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't seen, seen them. Outside. Yeah. Because the first, uh, you know, the one that, that started the whole thing, the one in the cage was in a cave. Why? Well, yeah, you can't say that. My bad. Yeah. yeah but, but, but I mean, it, here's the other thing. It, it was daytime when when uh, Fanning got infected. So maybe they brought him out. So maybe they can be in the daylight. I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't know. That's a good we'll have thing. to see. Yeah, that's a very good question. We'll have to we'll have to see on that. Um, I don't know. Is there anything I'm missing here? I mean, I do like the fact that um, the, the the only twist I think there was in this was the fact near the end when uh, when Brad says to the girl, "We're going to surrender. I'm going to surrender." That's I was about to bring that up next. Like, why? Why was that the next thing to do? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, because because they're on the TV. I think that was the only thing I could think of, is their faces, his faces on the TV. And he figured maybe he was processing, like, yeah, we're just going to keep running forever. We can't run forever. 
Might as well face the music. Yeah. I mean, if we get on TV, you can expose this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. I felt like that was not well planned out. Oh, yeah, we're going to go give ourselves up to the cops. And a news reporter is going to show up because I did this? No. Played by Elliot Gould? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, it was more believable, obviously, in Capricorn 1. But I mean, it's like, he's like, we're going to say, oh, I had this girl and they're going to do experiments on them. They're going to like, be like, you're a nut job. You're going to Bellevue. Have a nice day. Yeah. You're going, you're going to jail. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk to a reporter? No, you can't get that. But I mean, I liked that that twist was in there. Cause I'm like, he's not going to do that. But then of course they get to the station, you know, and the DOD calls the sheriff and then all hell breaks loose. And I think it's amazing. All these guys with these guns and somehow him and that girl just escape out the back door by killing a couple people. Yeah. Well, that was his military experience, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, it was a little hokey in my opinion. I was like, all right, these all these guys are going to swarm the building and you're just going to get out the back, no problem? No problem at all. And I have a feeling his buddy there, Um, which one's his buddy? I think it's uh, it's Anthony, Tony? Yeah, I think that's the one. The, uh, the one that's, the mission is to go after him. I think somewhere down the road, he's going <clears> to <throat> help him out some somehow. I didn't think I didn't no, I didn't feel that at all. Like they weren't even friends. They they were they didn't like each other. No, but they were like they called each other brother when they first met up at the beginning. Mm. Like they were close. And he even said, You're his friend, but he's like, Yeah, I'll do whatever. I have a feeling down the road he's gonna change. It just just a gut feeling. Um Yeah, I, I I I do. I feel like he was a throwaway character. I feel like he's, I feel like, okay, here's where the show is. This, this is what the show is. This is the fugitive and he, he's playing, um, oh, okay. I can't think of the name of the character. I really wish you watched the, uh, the trailer. Cause you would change your mind. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. See, I, the trailers ruin things sometimes. I'm kind of glad I didn't. Okay. You have to tell me. You, keep, you keep, you keep dreaming. Okay. So no. <laughs> All right. I, I mean. That's all I got. You got anything else on this? Uh, the sappy stuff was a little too much. Well, what sappiness was there? Sappy stuff with a kid. I thought it was kind of weird that he's like, hey, we're going to go to the carnivals. Like, okay. Yeah. And the sappy stuff where he stopped and, you know, let's, we're going to, we're going to stop here uh, in front of this lake and, and talk a little bit. And you're yeah. going to cry. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it's like, I don't even know you, mister. It's like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like out of place. Yeah, it was it was a little too weird that she she trusted him too quickly, and it was like, uh, okay. So what are your thoughts on the show overall? I thought it was, it was okay. Um, okay for a Fox show. Right. Um, they, they changed enough about vampires that it piqued my interest because they had a little science to it. So I might be in for more. What about you? Oh my God. No, um, no? <laughs> it, it's exactly what I expected it to be. It was a Fox show that just has that. Uh, it doesn't have anything to grasp. It, it's the strain. We talked about it before. It's kind of the strain. I don't, don't, I don't really need to see a vampire show and it's not even really a vampire show. It's, it's, it's a guy and a kid trying to escape i'm like no i don't need that fugitive type of thing yet i need i need something different uh okay oh yeah so the trailer are you telling me the trailer <laughs> tell okay just say is the trailer changing that up in the second episode yeah 
Well, that's good because this show would really just suck to. No, be. no, no. There's there's no more fugitive. Sorry. Um. Oh, it's more fugitive. Oh. No, no, no. There's no more. Fugitive. Oh, good, good. Um. That was just one episode. I don't know. I just I have a feeling it's going to be one of those. Once we find out what's going on, it's going to be like, oh, that's it. I'm willing to invest maybe one or two more. Well, that's good for you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This might be one of those, hey, it's on Netflix. Let me burn through the season. It's it's only 10 episodes. That's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, though, if you go to the Wikipedia page, like literally, I'm, I, let me go to the Wikipedia page. Oh, literally, how it spoils it? It literally spoils it in the beginning. <clears throat> that's the first sentence. Wikipedia. Yeah. Literally, the first sentence, the passage of American drama loosely based on a trilogy of novels, blah, blah, uh, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Don't say it. Don't literally, say it. it's saying, here's what's going to happen. But that's how Wikipedia is. You're not supposed to read Wikipedia. Yeah. But do you have to literally ruin it in the beginning? That's what the synopsis is for. Yeah. I saw that too, and I was like, okay, that explains a lot. They could have said it's, it's based on a trilogy of novels by Justin Cronin. Series, uh, you know, about the humanity, dystopian, vampire future, blah, blah, blah. It was ordered, series, and premiered. That's all they had to put. They didn't have to put that other part right after. It's like, why? Yeah. Does that, that sours it for you? Uh, Yeah, even more. So That sounds more exciting when I see that little blurb, though. Well, with that little, okay, so that little, let's say, let's say this, this goes on past one season. Are we going to, is that going to happen? Is there going to be? that happening in the show the uh <clears throat> are, are we i would say following? something but it's going to spoil it because are we are we going to keep following the adventures of of whatever it would explain a lot i mean hey how else can you use a kid yeah i mean yeah <laughs> no because i mean the material is probably going to take jumps you know well it depends i mean it's loosely based like everything else it's so they could they could take the first book and literally make probably like five seasons out of it. It might suck at five seasons, but they could do it. Yeah, I wish I knew the source material and I could say more. Yeah, I may have to Google a little more information on the trilogy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it felt like a Fox show that's not going to go anywhere. It got five, I mean, according to Wikipedia, it got five million views, and that's kind of low. But it's it's a limited series without a lot of huge actors in it. So that might be okay. Mm -hmm. um, wasn't the Orville like maybe 10 million. So maybe double that. Right. So, yeah, but oh, of course the Orville had Seth MacFarlane's name attached to it too. Yeah. It also premiered on su Sunday night, not Monday. And Mark Paul Goslinger or Goslinger or whatever his name is. Gunslinger. <laughs> He's not a huge draw. No, it's the guy from Saved by the Bell. It's Zach. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, I quickly glanced at the trilogy of books in the second book. The first line of the plot just tells you where it's going. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. Okay. Yeah. So no, I need to read, do some research. Well, that first line of the Wikipedia article kind of says, okay, yeah. So, I mean, the books might be really good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Fox could have put their little, little whatever on it and just put it in the wrong place. Okay. I mean, really think about it. how many great. Okay, well, let's go on a tangent. How many great shows or how many good science fiction shows came out of Fox? Firefly. One season. Okay. What else is there? Almost Human. 
one season. Anything else? The Fringe. 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 That was great. Four seasons. Four seasons. Even though it was five. Are you um, asking for more? I don't remember. But that's the thing. We hit the wall very quickly. Uh, Tella Terranova? Yeah, I think Terranova was. And that, I'm, that, that shouldn't even gone a season. Okay, so you got The Fringe, which ran five years. And I'm like... X-Files, come on. Yeah, but that only ran like 12 years. That's not... <laughs> okay. That's a long time. All right, so... Okay. For right. a sci-fi show. Okay, X-Files was one, like the first and the best of them all. But since then, they've really just... Look at Futurama is a Fox property. Okay, but now you're getting an animation that just... Dark Angel, two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dollhouse, two seasons. Mm-hmm. Wayward Pines, two seasons. Sir, the the Sarah uh, Connor Chronicles. One season, I think. Mm-hmm. Basically, anything with Summer Glau is on Fox. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's but Millennium that ran, I think, three seasons. Um, the Lone Gunman ran one. Yeah, you're right. There's not a big track record for sci-fi shows on Fox, but this is supposed to be. I don't know. It's ca- categorized as a drama. Uh, I would say like apocalyptic um, type drama. Like it seems like they're talking about the end of the world in this. It feels like it's something's going to yeah. happen like viruses or whatever. That's, I have that feeling it's going to be like that type of show, but um, the gifted is it a show that's on right now. That's on its second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You actually had to go online to try to find stuff though. That's the thing that <laughs> you couldn't just say off the top of your head. Boom. Yeah. X, X files is the best example, but, but X-Files has a different feel than these other Fox science fiction shows. Yeah, it's a procedural, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot, a much different. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'm. it's a hard pass for me. Okay. No I just, problem. The trailer was interesting, but as I thought about it, I'm like, I I kind of think I know where, where the show is going, and I don't know. It just... Wah-wah. Wah-wah. The kid was good. They cast the kid perfectly. Oh yeah, she was really good. Yeah, I I really I like uh, Henry Ian Cusick, but I want him with his Scottish accent again from from Lost. Oh. He seems like he acts the same in every show, though. He does. He does. <laughs> it's like okay, we're gonna put a, a a white lab coat on you at this show. You're gonna be a doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of range with him. No, but I don't know. I I still like his accent from Lost, which I don't know if that's his real accent. I think it is because he is Scottish-born Peruvian. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so that, but I don't know. Um, all right, let's let's just say on a scale of one ten, what, what would you give this pilot episode? I mean, it is a pilot episode, so we have to take that into consideration. Yeah, because it could it's going to change. Um, I think it's a a good six. Yeah, I'll give you a six. Um. Either you're you're gonna like this or you're just gonna avoid it. And I'm a, I'm avoiding it. You're gonna do a couple more episodes. I might look at the second one because it it changes it drastically. Well, that's the problem with pilots too. Is they write it one way, then they go, you know what? We got to retool it when we do the next episode. Yeah, I feel like that that's the way this pilot went. It it probably could have been better. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't make it like a two hour premiere. They, they really should have. If the second episode is different than the first episode, they should have made it a two-hour premiere. Yeah. Because this leaves a bad taste in my mouth. 
All right. Well, you know what? We spent 24, like 24 minutes talking about this. Yeah. All right. That's it. I think we're going to wrap this one up. I want to thank Brian Lee for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. Brian says. And of course, we are at saveproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Check us out over there. Catch us live Monday nights at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, was that midnight? I don't know. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time. You figure it out yourself. Saveproductions.com slash YouTube to watch us live over there. Uh, you can email us at sci-fi watcher at save productions or drop us a voicemail 774-327-2948. 774-32-SAY it. Check all the shows we got out. We just did the Capricorn one for, for our full episode. Uh, of course, we always do the Orville, brand new episode every Wednesday and Thursday is Rick and Morty. And next week we are doing Sci-Fi Shorts Volume 4, so make sure you check it out. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this week's episode of this special edition of First Look of The Passage. And until next time, hope you all have a good one.